Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Part 2, LGBT Safe Spaces, we are having a ball with lovely Oscar and Zach. If you haven't heard part one yet, get schooled. Go back to your feed, click on it. Have a listen, come back here for part two. Here they are, Oscar and Zach, love them. And that's the thing as well with like nightclubs, you know, and of course, again, we're, you know, Zach and I are like, you know, love a drink, love going out, love whatever. Um, But then I think for me, part of the thing was, um, especially like in the six months before lockdown, I was doing drag full time. Uh, So like just doing any gig I could and sort of, you know, constantly. And it sort of got rid of a lot of the fun of it in a way, you know, instead of like, oh my God, it's time to like go out, you know, like normal people. But it wasn't work. special anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like normal people, you know, will do a job five days a week and then go out to the nightclub and it's like the big thing. When you're actually working there constantly, it gets to a point where like, okay, what yeah. else? Like my idea of fun is, you know, becomes lying in bed, just sort of staring at the ceiling and groaning. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, ooh. Um, <laughs> but seeing how, um, once you, like the more you're there and the more like the sort of the magic disappears from it, seeing yeah. how you know, great it is in a way that these these spaces are sexualized and how it's a great place to like, you know, meet someone and maybe, you know, meet someone you don't really want to meet. But then all the predators that are out there and all the sort of creeps or the people who are like, oh, well, she's had a couple of drinks, let me make a move now. Um, And especially in the gay community, the amount of, I don't know if this is a universal thing or just in Scotland for some reason, the amount of just groping, like you're just making your way through the bar and some man just grabs your ass or your dick or whatever wow. yeah like, in drag was, or out of drag like their way of flirting is just oh, sort of in or out of drag up. yeah just ramming up against you like hi ugh. yeah like or like if you if i used to go out with my friends on a friday or a saturday night like you'd be there 20 minutes you'd be like oh and there's the first group of the night but you'd be yeah. able to keep count of them you know what i mean you wouldn't be able to keep count on both hands you you know you'd need a lot more fingers but it's it's one of those things it would happen all the time and the yeah. busier and busier it was, the more people felt they had the right to do it. And from a certain demographic or just everybody does it? I, I mean, I, I could never, you know, you're never, you're never looking at, by some point, you know what I mean? There's no point. It's just, oh, I've been groped again. Like It's not older, creepy guys necessarily. Not necessarily. It's just everybody no. does it. Sometimes it's like, you know, a relative, you know, fairly attractive, I don't know, 25-year-old, 30-year-old guy who's just like off his face and whether it's some sort of awkwardness wow. that, you know, gets like broken through alcohol and then suddenly he's just there and it's Mm. and then actually dare i say when i'm in this is mostly when i'm in drag of course um the amount of women and girls who just start touching like they're almost worse Mm. than the guys will just be like oh my god i love your makeup just like face like hand in the face uh i love your hair is it real it's like you know huge pink like like crazy thing but is that real it's like yes 
<laughs> that is absolutely. I grew this myself. There. Thank you to my mother for these jeans. It's like no, <laughs> um, or grabbing grabbing the dick as well. They're like, oh, so you think you're a woman now? It's like, oh. No. Yeah, literally. Because it's it's not cool. None of that is cool. I no. always used to find if I ever took my straight friends to a gay club. Like oh, we'd be oh. in there for two minutes and they'd be like, just been groped. I'd be like, I've been coming here for 10 years. I haven't been groped once. <laughs> like, we can smell it. <laughs> we can smell the heterosexuality. We're like, mm. <laughs> you yeah. want experiment, darling? <laughs> it's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh no. I thought you were going to say that, that straight boys, because we've talked about this before, that straight boys in gay bars, because there's always, so if you take a straight friend along to a gay bar, there's always, you know, some girls gone along with our gay boyfriends. So there's, oh, so yeah. there's, so it's I've, the number of times I've been out in, in bars and a straight friend cops off with some girl in the loo, and you think mm. this is a gay bar. For God's yeah. sake! Literally, <laughs> yes. nice yeah. of them to do it in the loo rather than on the dance floor, though. Eh? <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. Out of sight, yeah. out of mind, and all that. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, a question for the group. My yeah. friend has started saying that the concept of straight people hitting on him, he's like, he was saying, oh, I think that's actually my internalized homophobia that I get excited by that. And he was like, and I'm not into, I'm not into it anymore. And I think I used to fantasize about it. And I don't even want to like objectify straight men. What do you think about that? I, I was absolutely guilty of that. I would only like for quite a while. I don't know if it's because... I actually have quite a lot of straight male friends who I can actually like really like have good conversations and connections with. Um, but then they would always get this, get to this point where I'm like, Oh, we have a really good relationship and connection and really know each other. I'm falling in love with you. You know, like bizarre. It's like, just because like, I'm not having this kind of connection with anyone else, let alone mm. a gay man. So suddenly I'm like, I'm fully in love with you. What do you think, Zach? Um, I mean, I, I kind of understand. It's the whole thing of like, uh, I go, go with what Oscar says, like, you know, you have those uh, like your straight males that you, you can, that you are friends with. Uh, it's like the whole thing, you know, oh, well, um, men can't be friends with women because of, you know, A, B and C. It's, it's a ridiculous thing, I think. Um, I, I do kind of get it, like, you know, the, the straight guys hitting on you kind of thing. I'm trying, but yeah, I, I understand. But it's, I think it's the same with, with as I say, with uh, straight men and, and women. Um, I think because you've got some kind of chemical um, hormones at play and things like that, I think you, your body just kind of reacts in a way that your mind might go, mm, maybe we shouldn't do that, or maybe we should. Uh, it's that big, <laughs> huh? Like, you don't really know which way to go with it. Yes. Yeah. So, yes. What does Greenwood Cafe think about straight boys coming in and straight people and all of no. that? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Oh, what's fascinating. Uh, yeah, we had a couple of um, news articles written about us. Um, when we sort of first announced that we were opening and that we had this GoFundMe started and all the stuff. Um, and we got, you know, the usual trolls and sort of negative comments and stuff. Really? And people saying things like, oh, so, you know, uh, the first of all, oh, why are they using the word queer? That's a slur. That's terrible. I'm like, okay, catch up, Margaret. You know. <laughs> um, <laughs> first of all. Secondly, um, oh, so they want to be included, but then they're creating like segregated spaces. I love it when straight people use the word segregated about like yeah. safe spaces for the queer community, black people, whatever it is. Yes, um, yes. It's like, oh, so you don't want to be included. You make blah, blah, blah. Do explain that because people do say that. And I think it's such an important argument. Why we need them? Well, because we do need them because so often, especially if you're growing up as a little queer kid, let's say, 
if you don't have some form of representation, whether that's a drag queen or a gay actor or places like a queer cafe, Mm. you think that it's wrong. And because it's much easier to meet certain types of media or representation, which says that being queer is a negative thing. Mm. Whether it's a kid at school saying, ha, 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 you're a faggot, whatever, without even understanding what that word means sometimes. Um, So it's so important to have some form of representation, whatever that is, and especially a space where you can go into and participate in it and feel safe as a queer person, Mm. Uh, especially as a queer kid where you might have, you know, you might be like, oh, I'm bisexual, but maybe what, you know, what's gender actually? What what does this mean? What does that mean? So to make sense Um, of it all. Yeah, to have a space to make sense of it all and to see that it's okay instead of having these sort of thoughts in your head of, oh God, if someone... If I'm a lesbian, I'll kill myself. Or if I'm a gay boy, I, you know, I, I need to run away from my family or whatever it is, mm. um, which is so easy to, it's so easy to feel that way, I think. And what, what would you do? What is your sort of straight people policy? Uh, I mean, everybody, everybody is allowed in. As long, you know, we say, as long as you're not bringing any prejudices through the door, um, you are welcome here. Do you know what I mean? It's basically anybody can come in. Just don't be a dick. That's yeah, just totally. really the rule. Like. club coming as well. It's, like, it's not that difficult, you know. Yeah. There's all ages, all genders, all colours, all sexualities. Yeah. But basically, just, like, just be kind. Just be kind and don't be a dick. And and then you will have... And it's amazing when you put that... I think that's what's lovely, what, what you've done with the cafe, is you put something out to the world. Just You just sort of say, this is what we want this to be. And actually, yeah. it kind of starts to manifest itself because people come b- with that ethos. Precisely. And it's, it's so easy, actually... But you just have to, and it's. But you realise how unusual and how rare it is for mm. uh, establishments to say we, we want this to be kind and safe, and we want you know. And that's actually when that happens, people are so thirsty and hungry for it. Mm. Precisely. Uh, I wanted to ask um, uh, uh, you, Zach, about we've not talked about you and your DJing and about how you know. Are you a full time DJ? No, where um, are you, basically I started DJing about, uh, gosh, we're coming up two years now um, because my lovely friends who own uh, the street uh, said that I could go and use their decks. And then the street's um, a, a gay club on um, Picardy Place. In, uh, yeah, that's right. Somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, so but basically they said you can come in on a Thursday night and you can have a bit of a practice before, you know, the night begins at nine or ten o'clock. I can't quite remember. Um, and then nice between... Yeah, between the people that um, DJed there and obviously the owners, Lou and, and Trendy Wendy, um, <laughs> they showed me all the kind of things that I needed to know to become a better DJ. And um, before lockdown, I was um, warming up for Wendy on a Friday night. So it's, it, you know, it, it's That's come good. kind of quite a long way in the short space of time, really. What's your ultimate floor filler? What gets people on your fail safe song? Um, the, the one I was playing quite a lot was, uh, Lola's theme by the shapeshifters. Oh. That's a God, cracking yeah. tune. Um, everybody loves That's it. Good, Short, then. sweet, but, you know, snappy gets the job done. <laughs> How, have you been missing DJing? Are you DJing at home? Uh, well, I've missed it immensely. Again, it's the same thing that Oscar was saying. It's all well and good recording a mix in your bedroom, dancing around to yourself. But you know, you, you you're having like a coffee while you're doing it at ten in the morning, kind of playing to your window with people looking on eating <laughs> breakfast. Um, but it's kind of I, I like the switch of um, you know, if you're playing to a room of people and you put a song on that people aren't quite feeling, they all walk off, and that's like you know a dagger in the heart. But yeah. this way, I'm having a party of one, and I'm loving it. So that's a hundred percent approval rating. That's, that's, good. that's what I can stick on my posters. 
Um, <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, I've been uh, putting mixes up on uh, Mixcloud and things like that, and they've been getting played on local radio, so small steps. Oh, that's yeah. good. Um, I was just wanting to say, going back to the point we made earlier about sort of body fascism and everything, and the reason, the whole reason that um, we're having this conversation is that uh, uh, y- y- your friend Tom... Uh, mm. does, a, has a, does a, and Tom's dad I went to high school with and so it's Tom's dad who told me about the Greenwood Cafe that's right and um, Tom um, uh, sells a, a he did this really interesting zine Chris I don't know if I told you about this uh, no. about sort of, and he has a he, he did this zine and I um, saw it and bought some it's really really good and it's available at the Greenwood Cafe as are right. some other uh, artistic um, things um, but what was fascinating about it to me was he sort of said this thing in it about how th- this thing we're talking about, the sort of the way that bodies are so objectified and they're so, mm. sort of, you know, regulated and uh, discussed in a certain way. And there's so much more to kind of queer life than that. And he did this series of photographs of his r- r- room uh, flatmates uh, in various places and just, just kind of casual photographs, but very intimate uh, friends, uh, pictures and he said he just wanted to present another view of of young queer life and i thought it was so i thought such a great so point lovely. and also such beautiful pictures mm. i really thought it was lovely so it's great that you're supporting and having a venue for artists like that too mm. when you're ready to pop the question the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring at blue you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. <clears throat> yeah, I think that's really the um a lot of the queer focus about the space is really about giving a platform to local queer artists in a way. Um, of course, there's like the staff and, you know, the two of us, the sort of owners and stuff like that. But um, we've had some people ask, for example, like, oh, are you going to have a like a rainbow flag in the window or you know anywhere? Mm-hmm. And we kind of feel like, do we need to do that in order to be a queer space? Like, do we need a rainbow flag necessarily? Um, and part of the sort of normalizing of the queer space might mean not necessarily having to have that. Um, however, we have, you know, two or three shelves full of um, prints and zines and um, just art mm. by local up-and-coming queer artists. And I think especially when you're, you know, most of them are about 20, 21, maybe. Um, they're just out of um, art school or they're still in art school mm. um, and they don't have a space to sell their work or just even show it off like an exhibition or anything like that. Um so that was really a big thing for me was like giving mm. them a space for whatever it is, a print, an illustration, a digital thing, whatever it is, um, to sell their work. And, you know, not just like a little tokenistic exhibition, like, oh, yeah, sure, here's, you know, queer artist, woo, you know, give us your gay money or anything, <laughs> or like you know, not even your money, you know, just come in, um, but actually creating a space to sell 
and yeah. generate some income for them, especially yeah, during a really pandemic cool. and all that. What other ones do you admire? I'd love listeners to know more about other places as well. One of the things that we love when we found out about you is the, the alcohol-free element of mm. a safe space and stuff. And I wondered if you, either of you had any experiences with alcohol that meant that you were like, I want to create a space where it doesn't come into the equation. I mean, uh, for, for myself, like just with lockdown, I think really has has been the, t- the real tell because um, basically as lockdown came, so did redundancy for myself. So it was... Right. Um, it was one of those, it was like, oh God, I've now got no job, no furlough. I'm really down. I'm just going to have a drink. And then it was the next night you would have a drink and the next night you would have a drink. So mm. it was just one of those things of it, it became something to pass the time. Mm. And then, um, yeah, with, with this, the cafe coming in general, um, with it being an alcohol-free space, as well as me working so many hours, um, you know, it's one of those things I don't have a chance now to come home and have a drink. It's like you come home, you eat, you go to bed, you go back the next day. Mm, right. And I don't dislike that at all. I, I, I like how I feel now that I've not had a drink. And I, it's not that I'm not drinking at all. I wouldn't say that. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's just I, I enjoy now going to the pub or, and having a couple of drinks or just having, uh, you know, some wine with dinner or something like that rather than just sitting on the couch watching yeah. repeats of Gogglebox on 4-7 and plugging 12 cans. Do you know what I mean? It's, <laughs> it's one of those. It's a completely different thing. And I think it's it's nice to create a space where other people can go and not have a drink and enjoy themselves mm. rather than feeling like yeah. they have to sit at home and be with themselves rather than socializing with other like-minded people because now there is that space for them. Yes, exactly. I was the same. Like I did drink, but like it didn't it seemed pointless to go beyond a certain point because it's like what mm. am i going to do start leaping around the sitting room like yeah, yeah. not gonna that, happen that was the weird thing about drag was that it was like okay so I, you know on a basic business level a lot of like running a drag show is okay i need to bring people into this bar to buy drinks you know what i mean apart from like yes. the show whatever it's like okay i need to get people into here so that they buy yeah, drinks yeah. at the bar of course um and then i'm like okay i'll have like a long island iced tea and a pussy bomb shot to like get the evening going Wow. And then I'm like, okay, yeah, well, yeah, exactly, you know. And then we have a free bottle of wine for the performance. I'm like, oh, oh, you don't want some? Oh, I'll just have another glass, you know. And then it's sort right, of right. spitballs. It's that classic thing, like, oh, I'll just have a drink. And then suddenly, mm-hmm. especially when you're a drag queen, people are like, oh, do you want a shot, babe? You're so good. Yeah, I'm like, it's shots, well, go yes. on there, you know. And it's also like exciting. And then suddenly, I'm at CC Blooms at 4 a.m. or whatever, and right. you know, sort of gone past that. Um, but that's and, nightlife, isn't it? That's that's the thing. Yeah, when you don't, it's not when you work in nightlife. You don't have to get up in the morning, and that's what's sort of so well, exactly. tempting and dangerous about it is that that can become that, that is like your job and your life. But it's that's the equivalent of having a couple of drinks after work for someone yeah, who works precisely. in an office. But it cannot. It's easy to slip into something else. Well, exactly. But then the thing was, then once lockdown came in. I was like, okay, let me, you know, do my job by drinking at home. And as I said earlier, like, <laughs> then it just didn't become as fun, so you know, like fun, to yeah. do drag and all mm. that, but just not, this wasn't the same. And it especially got to this point at, um, it was the night of what would have been Edinburgh Pride. And we did, um, like, I did a little sort of online show of like a retrospective of the show from the past and whatever. And then uh, the main drag show here in Edinburgh called uh, The Rabbit Hole did like an online show as well. And I was literally just on a video call with a friend uh, drinking by myself at home. And I got not quite blackout drunk, but <laughs> it was hazy. And I just had this moment the next day where I was like, this, need, this needs to stop. 
this or it needs a break at least and mm. it's just not yeah. like because it's not the same fun as i was saying of being in a nightclub surrounded by yeah, people yeah, yeah it's sort of me sort the of pushing myself to get through of, this yeah a mm. sense of community it's like with the theater as well like i think that's what's been really difficult about mm. and like why we're trying you know like why you guys have done such a great thing and in, in making this new community for everybody because that's what that's why people go to bars and that's why yeah. I mean there are many reasons but I think the biggest one that's why people go to the theater or why we gather in groups to do these things church as well it's the same thing yeah. you know it's about people coming together and feeling part of something and feeling part of like you know mm-hmm. your tribe uh, and so it's really important and that's something that's been really lacking in this uh, for most of 2020 and i think that's what's so great about what you boys have done in in edinburgh thank um, you boys, you're, doing, you're yeah. so inspiring uh, thank you. i'm so glad to have talked to you i mean it's so funny like yeah, i thank you when tom's dad told me about it and i did the thing on instagram it's just kind of i'm so glad it's come to this and we've had this great chat and you really are uh, it's so great what you're doing you should be so proud of yourselves and next thank time i'm so in much. edinburgh i'll come along and see you thank you that really means thanks. the world honestly thanks so much for talking to us today Thank, Thank you, you boys. Thank you too. Thanks so much. I found that very um, heartening and inspiring. It really was, those boys. wasn't it? I mean, I just think I'm always, I, you know, I feel, I feel hopeful about the world after talking to those boys. Yeah, it's that thing of like, if you don't see it, go out and create it. And it's a yes. lot of work. And they've yes. just gone out there, dug deep. And, you know, Zach's story of, being really depressed having been you know made redundant and turning that round and realizing he was possibly drinking a little bit too much and turning that round and making it into like this incredible space that includes people is and all about kindness that's what they're talking about it's all about kind even the even the stuff in the in the back the groping in the bar and the reactions to all that i mean just i think i just i don't know i find that very Mm. heartening i feel it's kind of made me eased my stress about (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the rest of the political situation in the world <laughs> homo sapiens is a warm bubble bath alan and i'm pleased that you are currently splishing splashing around in it feeling soothed is that what you want our new uh our new tagline yes to be? <gasps> and then we'll get a we'll get a sponsorship deal with um with like cousins cousins imperial leather <laughs> cousins imperial leather <laughs> or radox is that they still have radox radox yeah and you know do you remember cousins imperial leather soap with the of paper course. sticker on it and it was like russians russian czars did it wasn't it very glitzy that i remember the when it was in our were, bathroom as yeah. kids it was like oh, I, oh my I, god i totally remember i totally remember the smell it had a sort of a beigey color Yes. And then that little sticker with red and black and, and but, the, on the middle of it. A sticker on a bar of soap. What an interesting idea. But that the re- the recipe for that glue that keeps the sticker on the bar of soap is still top secret. It's locked in a vault somewhere. Because, How do you know that? Because I read about it for some reason. Because if you think about it, it's a bar of soap. How the hell does the paper stay on it the whole time you're, wash- you're using yourself in water washing it? So it's obviously some hideous chemical. Yeah, there is that. It always comes back to anything fun ruins the planet, doesn't it? First private jets, now this. Gosh, um, I didn't think we were going to go from those boys to Imperial Leather, but yeah, that's the way things go in Homo sapiens, I suppose. You just never know. It absolutely is. And listeners, we want to know what you think of that episode. We want want you to send in your queer safe spaces all over, up and down the UK, all over the world. And if they want to write to us, Alan, how the hell do they get in touch? This is how you write to us. You write to hello at homosapienspodcast.com. And Mm. also you can Mm. review us. How do they do that, Chris? 
you can review us and win a t-shirt if we pick your review as review of the week they can do that by heading to apple podcasts and opening up the little comment box and maybe writing a few nice words and you can write some horrible words if you want to if you um, liked it we'd love to hear that too we're kind of very open to uh, negative criticism yeah because we Um, want to grow and learn and get better mm, viewers and yeah. also, uh, if you want to buy the beautiful sweatshirt that I was wearing seconds ago before I ripped it off to have this Yes, Independence for Scotland sweatshirt uh, underneath it, uh, you can buy the sweatshirt and the T-shirt at a very long URL. Or URL. Mm-hmm. What is it, Chris? URL. It's everpress.com forward slash homo sapiens. Hello, listeners. I just wanted to come on here and give you a little update because we've been in touch with the delightful Oscar and Zach this week to get the very latest before we publish this episode. And the great news is that their cafe, Greenwood Cafe, is now going to be open fully from the 26th of April as lockdown restrictions in Scotland are gradually lifting. Also, they've managed to stay open as a takeaway and shop since January and had masses of support from the neighbourhood and Edinburgh's queer community throughout which is just such lovely news to hear. Their latest exhibition opens on the 1st of May, so if you're passing, do pop in and say a big Homo sapiens hello. And you can keep up with all their activities by looking for at Greenwood Cafe, cafe with a K no less, on both Instagram and Facebook. I, for one, will be heading straight there the next time I'm in Edinburgh. Okie dokie, lots of love. up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week kiki palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. now that's music to my mouth hello fresh let's get this dinner party started discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com Powered by Spirit Studios.